1: The Drive at 5, the stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. Eight minutes past the hour of 5 o'clock. We're in the car. We're going to roll the windows down because it's nice and cool outside. What do you say we take? A drive at 5. Douglas Browning, the chairman of the University of Pittsburgh's Board of Trustees, resigning from the chair position and the board due to a, quote, unanticipated personnel matter end quote, that's according to Pitt officials, the vice chair and PNC regional president, Lou Costello will ta- take over in the chairman's role, according to the emeritus trustee, James Roddy. Available trustees will discuss the matter during a conference call this afternoon. Mr. Browning, who was two months into his second term as chair, was instrumental in selecting the university's next chancellor after Patrick Gallagher announced his plans to retire As a Pitt family, we stand in appreciation for his unyielding commitment to serving others and his undeniable passion for the institution as an alumnus and Pitt parent, which has made the university stronger and better in every way, says the current chancellor of the university. Hempfield area school directors rejected bids for a multi-million dollar high school project after they learned last week the construction would cost them more than expected. The unanimous vote came after bids received last week for the first phase of construction totaled $149 million, which was millions over the district's budget. That included a 28% increase in general construction costs, almost doubling the cost of a new swimming pool was part of it, too. Quote, the public bids were open last week, given the levels of the bids we have chosen to reject the bids, given that they came in at the high level, higher value than we expected, end quote. That, according to Board President Paul Ward, the project, which would tear the 66-year-old building down to its structural system and rebuild everything as new, has been in the works for several years after administrators Completed demographic and feasibility studies school directors voted last year to rebuild everything rather than build a new school or renovate the existing structure. Pittsburgh International Airport urging the state Supreme Court to bar the return of the air mall operator it evicted last year, asserting that to do otherwise... Would pose threats to security and public safety. It was a 35-page petition filed Monday where the airport took its claims about the alleged security breaches to New Heights, maintaining that the precedent set... And allowing Freyport-Pittsburgh back in the job could have, quote, grave repercussions for airports and people across the nation, end quote. This reporting from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette says the Allegheny County Airport Authority, which operates Pittsburgh International, is asking the high court to grant its appeal of a May 9 state superior re- uh, ruling that, in essence, ordered Freyport's return to the job after it was ousted June 15, 2022. Airport officials are now turning to the Supreme Court after the Superior Court denied its request for a re-argument last month. The Supreme Court has the option of either granting or rejecting the authority's appeal request. The Pennsylvania Department of Health plans to reveal the results of several highly anticipated health studies that probe a possible link between oil and gas development and, and children's cancer, asthma, and poor birth outcomes in southwestern PA. The research, which was done by the University of Pittsburgh under a $3 million contract with the state, follows years of parents and community groups grappling with what appear to be high numbers of rare bone and other cancers in children. and searching for explanations for the disease, On several occasions, these groups asked the Department of Health to investigate potential cancer clusters. The agency obliged, but each time found that childhood cancers in the region, even if higher than might be expected, did not rise to the definition of a cluster. Time after time, the data was found to be statistically, or was not found, excuse me, to be statistically significant, in part because of the small sample sizes. A pilot vacationing in Maui stepped up and volunteered to fly a plane off the wildfire-engulfed island. And that means that 330 people were able to get home safely from Maui. The captain from Colorado says that he was scheduled to fly from Maui to Denver last Tuesday after a six-day vacation with his wife and daughter. But around 4 a.m. that morning, the power in his hotel went out due to the gusty winds that downed the power lines. And the family packed their bags in the dark and planned to head to the airport early but soon found out there was no cell service available to get to the airport. The family drove through the historic town of Lahaina only hours before it turned into an inferno. And he said the wind was whipping so fast that shingles were already flying off the houses. Five hours later, he says it would have been us when he realized, when he saw the photos of the burned-out cars and rubble. When the family finally got to the airport, they found out their flight was delayed because United Airlines couldn't reach flight attendants who were stuck in town. The flight was ultimately delayed to the following day, and as the hours passed, his family learned of the devastation. And that's when he stepped up and said he would fly the plane to get people off the distressed island. For President Donald Trump and his top allies, including uh, lawyer Rudy Giuliani and former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and a top former Justice Department official, Jeffrey Clark, among those indicted Monday on felony charges in connection with the efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia. It is a 41-count indictment that also names other attorneys All were charged with violating Georgia's RICO, which is an acronym standing for Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act. An indictment handed up to the judge around 9 o'clock last night was made public just before 11, where Trump was charged with felony racketeering and numerous conspiracy charges, according to those court records. A small city in southeastern Minnesota has been left without a police department because the entire force resigned. The Goodhue, Minnesota, Police Department stepped down due to issues having to do with the city's pay. According to a city council meeting Monday, the city is located in a county uh, by the same name with a population of just over a 1,000 people, but city council meeting to discuss its options for police coverage following the department's resignation. The meeting was initially called so the city could discuss salary increases for the department, but... The entire team resigned before that could happen. Since the resignations have been handed in by our police department, it's been recommended by our city attorney that at this point, we need to pursue other options, said Anderson Buck, who is a council member there. So at this point, there's no reason to really talk about pay increases since we no longer have a police force. And that is your check of the drive at five. Those are the stories making headlines on this, the 15th day of August. The Drive at Five, the stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.